do all architects hang out at the same bar, or do you? You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, whenever there's like a, a get together for uh, any kind of, um, they have what they call continued continued education. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they'll have like a luncheon where they have the vendors, and then all the architects show up uh-huh. because they have to meet a certain amount of points to to okay. keep their license. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a small incestuous group uh-huh. that gets together. So uh-huh. if you mess up with one of them. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. That uh, is my buddy James Dixon, uh, single dad, podcaster, author, uh, small business owner. Uh, in this podcast, he's going to share um, some information in regards to all those things, what he would have done differently, what he would do the same, uh, a few stories uh, that he finds that are interesting and funny. Uh, and so um, I hope you guys enjoy the show. guys thanks for tuning in again to the uh podcast this episode i have uh my buddy uh james uh school um grade school buddies right yeah we go way back we've been uh uh i don't know what was it like fourth fifth sixth grade fifth and sixth grade to eighth grade for sure yeah right yeah. and then uh you know we where we live it's um uh, few high schools so then everyone spreads out after that but uh go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody to uh, like a quick two minute elevator pitch what do you who you are what do you do <laughs> all that stuff who i am and what i do yeah in two minutes two minutes is it? so you have to really think about what you what Either you do. I stretch it or i can really condense it okay well yeah hopefully you have to condense it <laughs> uh my name is james um the elevator pitch for me would be basically i am a single father slash podcast host also Slash, um, I'm not gonna say entrepreneur because everybody that says on there an entrepreneur, they're usually broke. Uh, it's like an artist, right? An artist uh, or an actor, yeah, yeah, right? I'm an entrepreneur, but if you've done one out. thing, yeah, then you're uh, with that thing, right? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I got one call back, so things. I'm an actor, yeah, exactly, right? Well, if that's the case, I could be, I'm an, I'm, I'm an actor, I was an extra in a movie a long, long time ago. Does that count? Well, then I say, right, I did go to acting class. Well, then, no, no, not a lot of people can can say that so i would say you would want to say that right yeah if you blink during spider-man you miss me so oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was basically the extent of my career and it's done cool uh yeah all right so um entrepreneur mm-hmm. right what is it that you entrepreneur uh i have my own business as a drafting consultant mm-hmm. uh, i work with a lot of local architects and uh do um basically Permit violations for okay. homeowners. Yeah, I'm the guy they, they come to and I show up and help them get a permit. Right after they've built a, a room in their garage they weren't yeah. supposed to. Yeah, or they get dinged because they bought a house that somebody had done that. Uh huh. And they somehow the inspector magically shows up one day and says, "Here, you owe us money." Uh huh. So I'm the guy that kind of come and my get uh, permit. my uh, mother-in-law has had a few run-ins like that. Oh yeah, those yeah. are bad. She does. Uh, she rents out. Uh-huh. A few rooms, uh-huh. and you're right. I mean, magically, I don't, magically after she evicts somebody from one of the rooms. Oh, I know. So, how that so, works. so there you go. So or magically, if, if your neighbor does not like you, correct? Yeah, they knock on the door, and I, how how do you know from the outside looking in that I have 
exactly. something there's, going there's on. There's no way. There's no, no way. way. So no. someone said something. So knowing where we live, uh-huh. you have a lot of work. Lately, yeah. Um, not only dealing with that, but also last year we had the Thomas fire. Yeah. And then this year we just had the other fire that, that was up in Camarillo area. Yeah. Pretty busy. Pretty yeah. busy. <laughs> well, that's good, right? Yeah. I mean, you want to be, you want to have your pipeline full mm-hmm. all the time. You don't want to have to be always looking for. Yeah. You want to be, you want to say, hold on, man. You know, you're in, you're in my queue. I'm, I'm on hold right now. I'm gonna give you, give me about a month, and I'll get to you. Right. Versus, I need work. <laughs> so, okay, right now. You're not having to look for work, right? Not too much. Okay. But, I mean, I'm always looking. But, okay, yeah. yeah. But normally, how would you keep your pipeline full of business? That is one of the ones I struggle with a lot um, at first. It's basically word of mouth mm-hmm. is, I'm learning, like, the biggest biggest factor. Uh, once you get in with a, an architect or a contractor, All right. they will either kind of channel you some of their work mm-hmm. if they get busy. They, they pass it down to you. Right. I know a guy. Okay. Call this guy up, and then that's how I got a lot of my work. And then also, um, those people, word of mouth, they'll pass you on to other people. Right. So, that's that's the big thing, because ad- there's no real advertising for drafting right. work. No, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, so networking is a big deal. Big, big deal. So big you, deal. So, I mean, is there, I mean... Do all architects hang out at the same bar, or do you... You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, whenever there's, like, a, a get-together for uh, any kind of... Um, they have what they call continued continued education. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they'll have, like, a luncheon where they have the vendors, and then all the architects show up, uh-huh. because they have to meet a certain amount of points to, to okay. keep their license. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a small, incestuous group uh-huh. that gets together. So uh-huh. if you mess up with one of them... Oh, yeah, so they all know each other. Oh, huh? yeah. They talk. Yeah, they talk. Well, that's good. You want to you want to send them all cookies during the holidays, Pretty much right? Holidays. Oh yeah, there are a lot of fruit baskets and wine bottles going around. Yeah, that's so. good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How long have you been doing that? Uh, actually, I started right after high school. Yeah. Um, I did it. I did it on the side when I got out of high school because I, I went to ITT. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that one. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I started working with uh, some local architects and I just kind of worked you know on the weekends on side projects uh-huh. and then um, you know 2007 comes around big yeah. recession yeah got laid off yeah and basically just kind of had to go from there a stay-at-home dad uh-huh. and um, uh, getting side work that way uh-huh. and then it just kind of slowly grew right. while I was still looking for work so. yeah but but someone's yeah. throwing change at you man i don't know what's going that's my other job <laughs> good thing this is a podcast you can't see what you can't see what i'm doing right yeah now. yeah um <laughs> we all go through this so uh i was in a startup uh-huh. uh 2001 2002 uh-huh. right um so i started in um what was it like june july uh-huh. of 2001 um was 2000 well it'll all come together right and then six months later september 11th happens oh man yeah right yeah so we went from hey everyone's getting lunch every day from these cool restaurants Uh uh-huh right to hey you got to bring your own lunch now to (laughs) they put us so the day before thanksgiving um Vacation. Uh huh. They bring us into the conference room and they say, "Hey, everybody, we have a month of money left, right? Oh, Go enjoy man. your Thanksgiving. Cool, man. Thanks." So then we come back the <laughs> Monday after. Here's your last check. 
no way. For real. But so my my boss who uh, was my boss for after that for a long time, uh-huh. uh, he was also at the startup. Uh, he's he lent he then uh, spilled the beans later, uh-huh. and he said that the three top guys had enough money left to stay on themselves with pay, mm-hmm. doing nothing but write papers and look for other jobs for a year. Or everyone else for a month? Well, well, they did that, right? So they said everyone's gone, uh-huh. right? But then they made it seem like everyone's gone, we're shutting down. Uh-huh. But it's everyone leave so that we can use the remaining money uh-huh. to yeah, get paid the way, for the next year. By the you guys kind of hang back and then we'll keep working. We're going to keep, well, they didn't even work on the business that we were working on. They were working on their own stuff. So they got paid to do whatever they wanted for a year. That doesn't sound fair. That does not sound fair. And, and I don't think fair is, I mean, well, yeah, this doesn't sound fair. The world's not fair. The world's not fair. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, stuff like that happens, you know, to everybody. And you got to be ready for, oh, yeah. you got to be ready, dude, to change gears. Yeah. I, I, I somehow got the unfortunate experience of getting laid off twice during the reception. Okay. Recession. Yeah. Uh, right at the very beginning. Um, I was working at an architectural firm that was kind of going through some mm-hmm. um, upheaval, mm-hmm. and there was a big, you know, process of, of um, they were trying to change hands on who the owners owners were at the time, mm-hmm. and it was right as the recession kind of hit, and mm-hmm. they were starting to slow down, and they called a few people in, mm-hmm. let them go, and a week mm-hmm. later, more people, mm-hmm. and let them go. Yeah. And this this was like right after my daughter was born. All right. Uh, so something about me having kids is what lay off that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, I was able to get work for within about three weeks. I found a job okay. at another architectural firm. Okay. Worked there for about it, a year. And is that another word of mouth thing? Uh, no. I, I, once I went in and they realized where I had worked before, Okay. they were like, all right, come on in. We got work for you. Yeah. So I worked for there for about a year. And during this whole time, the economy still just dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just like, all right, well, sorry. We got to let you go too. Yeah. So after that, it was like nothing for a few years. So you... um. Uh, at what point w- did you decide to, was it just because you got laid off you wanted to go on your own, or was this something that you've been thinking about for a, a while? I was kind of thinking about it a little bit, and then at that point, no one was hiring. Mm-hmm. Because at that, at that point, all the drafters that I had, was working with, they were all looking for work. So it was just really bad competition on any job mm-hmm. that came up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, you know, at the time, I had a two-year-old, mm-hmm. and it cost so much for daycare mm-hmm. that when I would find part-time work, it was like, yeah. uh, just kind of check over it, to the daycare. Is it worth it to, yeah. Is yeah. it worth it for me to stay home and watch the kid? Yeah. Or is it worth it for me to go to work? Yeah. Pay for daycare and eat up that entire check. Right. So at that, po- at that point it was like, okay, stay home. I'll watch the kid. You work at your job and then I'll just do side work. Uh-huh. So that, that slowly picked up. Right. Yeah. That's good. So, I mean, but you have a skill that, you know, obviously people are in, you know, need of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, the only reason, not the only reason, people would rather be with a firm because you have someone else filling your pipeline. Right. Uh, when you're with the firm, then they've got to worry about uh, medical benefits, vacation time, and mm-hmm. you have to be there at a certain time and mm-hmm. to keep you busy when it's quiet. Mm-hmm. When it's when you're a subcontractor, which is what I am, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of come and go as you please. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about paying you benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you show up when it, when there's work. When it's yeah. not, you go find some work elsewhere. Are you in office or are you at home? Uh, I do both, actually. Yeah. Uh, some uh, There's a couple architects I work with that are fairly regular. I'll just either show up and work at the workstation at their office. Yeah. Or I'll just show up with my, my laptop and just, you know, go to conference room table. Yeah. And then just set up shop, work for the day, and then 
out of there. You got to wear matching clothes and <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't show up in basketball shorts. I'm like, hey guys, hey guys, contractor. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my wife. My wife does uh, contracting work uh-huh. right now, uh-huh. and uh, uh, and she just started. I mean, she would tell you, oh, I, "Oh my god, I've been at it for a long time. I don't have a lot of you know customers, uh-huh. clients, whatever you you would call them." It takes a little while. It takes a little while, yeah. right? She's, I mean, and it's the same thing. Word of mouth. I mean, she's work with a few people on you know little one-off things Mm -hmm. but i mean like you say you gotta build your reputation and then everyone knows who you are yeah and uh and you know like you said you have to worry about your own reputation yeah right and not come off you know get on anyone's bad list at the holiday party yeah exactly right so that they will pass your name off right but you know she's she's doing pretty well she has one big client and she seems to be pretty happy and uh, I mean, I'm. I, mean, I still work in a real nine to five job, and I'm completely jealous of you know what yeah. she. There, there was one point during uh, my time off, I got a job uh, working for a big banking company, mm-hmm. um, and it was I. It was a nine to five job, and basically it was a cubicle farm. Okay. And I hated that job. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Um, I was there for about a year, and. They're notorious. I don't. I don't know if I can say their name or not, but um, I, I don't really like them. So Bank of America. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think they're on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're they're notorious for they'll hire on you know a group of people and then just fire everybody and move their entire department to another state. Uh huh. So um, they had this department which would do foreclosures. Okay. Apparently they were losing a lot of their paperwork because so they needed somebody to keep track of it all. Well, that's and, important, you know. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're losing people's homes. Yeah, yeah. Of, kind of want to hold on to that right and uh they started this new group up we showed up we did all the work we did figured out the best process of doing it mm-hmm. and when we finally got everything down they said okay we're going to take your department mm-hmm. it's moving to florida mm-hmm. if you want your job you can go to florida with it mm-hmm. or we'll see if we can find something for you and they took your in. system and then yeah you're got it i actually went to work one day and my computer was gone i'm like sitting on an empty no desk. i mean they took so you said you you guys came up with a yeah. way to do the this yeah. the task yeah they watched how we did it and so they took that yeah and, and then, then moved it somewhere cheaper. Yeah. For cost of living is cheaper, less taxes. Yeah. And it, what, basically what happens is Wednesdays were the day that everyone was afraid. That okay. That was keep your head down. That's when all the layoffs happened. Okay. And Always we, be in the restroom. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they, they would say, okay, Wednesday we have a meeting coming up. Oh, okay. We want everybody to meet in the Mandatory. In the break room. Yeah. yeah. So you'd get a whole department in there with one guy in a suit at the front. And we're like, oh, God, I don't even know this guy. Yeah. We gotta let you guys all go, and 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 he might even be a professional at oh, yeah. doing that. Must yeah. be his only job is to like, go run it. Hatchet man, they, yeah, hatchet man, <laughs> yeah. That's like that's their job. They show up, fire people, and get out of there. Right, it's like a hitman almost. Yeah, uh, that I don't know. That that was probably the worst job I've ever had. Uh-huh. Just the fact that one, I'm in a cubicle farm. Two, I'm dealing with foreclosures with people losing their homes, mm-hmm. and I hated that. That mm-hmm. just that part, and then the fact that not only I'm dealing with that, but I'm also ducking down, hiding from people. Like, am I going to have a job in a week? Mm-hmm. And that that lasted for a while. But after when they let you go, uh, you know, they just kind of they have their system down, mm-hmm. which apparently they do it enough to where they have a system for that. Yeah, and then offboarding. Uh, <laughs> make it sound so nice. I'm, I'm sure that's getting what, off a boat. Right I'm now. sure they why. <laughs> I'm sure that's why they chose that word, right? It makes it sound so pleasant, it's right? So nice, like step up, see you again, have uh-huh. a nice day, right? You're fired. 
Security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have security walk you out. We'll that. get a, somebody with your box later. Yeah. Um, it, every few months they would go through that. Mm. And because it was like this huge open office, you would just see chunks of the office just disappear uh-huh. at a time. Uh-huh. And then they'd kind of slowly fill it back in. Or people would reshuffle and fill in the empty spaces. Yeah. And then a few months later, poof, gone. Right. And it, it's just, no, that's not for me. So at that point, I was like, all right, I'm going all in on, the, on right. my business. And so. so- the CTE podcast is brought to you by Café Tres Estrellas. Café Tres Estrellas is a small batch craft coffee roaster located in Oxnard, California. Visit us in, by following the link in the description below. If you want some fresh, locally roasted, organic, fair trade coffee, um, visit the website, place your order, and we will get it right out to you. Thanks a lot, and here's the rest of the show. So you, you would do it again? I mean, if you had to start over again, you would you would say, I'm going to do my business, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you change anything? Would I change anything? Now that you know, so you've been in, how long have you been I've on been, your own? Uh, officially on my own, probably, I'm going to say five years now. Yeah. Um, while I was doing other things, yeah. it's been since, I think, 1999. Mm-hmm. No, 97. Uh, if I did anything different, I probably would have gone to a better college. I always knock that around too, right? I went to ITT also. Oh, I, I don't even know how to handle that because I go to I, I, I went to ITT thinking you know this will be a great school and you know it's going to be a great place. Uh-huh. And three initials. Oh yeah, yeah, it makes it easy. Right, it's almost MIT. I, I can't forget that. Right, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I went. It. Yeah, um, they they taught me a lot of stuff. You know, yeah. kind of got me, got my foot in the door. Yeah. And then they lost their accreditation. Yeah. And at that point, I had, this is after I'd already paid off my student loans. Yeah. Suddenly, everybody who has a student loan with them is forgiven. And right. they And your, your diploma or degree from them is worthless. Right. So now, if I show up at a job and I say, oh, I went to ITT, automatically people are like, oh, no, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And that... Uh, even though I went when they were fine, yeah, and it wasn't as expensive as it was before they got before they got shut down, yeah, I got the full education out of it, got work out of it, yeah, but still, just the fact that it's on your resume, mm-hmm. it's kind of a blemish. So I but, don't know if I even mention that anymore now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, positioning yourself better, uh-huh. I guess, in any in anything you want to do to be would be good, right? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. now yeah, now you know, right? Yeah. So you say, well, you know, like, I met my wife. I, we you know, we went on a date, and uh-huh. now we're married. But uh-huh. I had it all over again. I would have taken to a better restaurant, and then, <laughs> yeah, right? True. You true. know what I mean? Like, would it have all ended up the same or not? I don't yeah. know. But, yeah. Uh, like, if I showed up and say I went to Cal Poly or Cyarc or yeah. USC or something, yeah. Yeah. and everything, like, oh, come on in, I got a job for you. Yeah, yeah. I went to ITT, get here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you have one tip to give any entrepreneurs out there. Even if you don't want to call them a um, small business owner, contractor, uh-huh. uh, one tip for starting up, what would it be? One tip. Oh, okay, three. <laughs> three tips. <laughs> three tips. Okay. Uh, time, time management uh-huh. is big. Yes. And that's one thing I've always had to struggle with is time management. If you say you're going to get something done by a certain time, mm-hmm. make sure you can do it. Mm-hmm. And if not, you need to reassess how long it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Um definitely network mm-hmm. um that's something i've always struggled with i 
I've gone from being a very shy person, mm-hmm. so to be able to kind of step out there and talk mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. has always been hard. Now it's not as hard. I'm a little better at it. Yeah. Um, to go out and network is, is a little easier. I mean, you definitely want to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of just, I guess, make sure you've got a good foundation. Like if you get a chance to go to a, a good school for it or, mm-hmm. or some kind of training, work mm-hmm. with somebody to, that's going to teach you. Mm-hmm. That, that, I think that was a, that was be my three tips. So um, your hobbies, you mentioned you're a podcaster. Uh-huh. Um, what podcast are you on? Uh, currently, I actually just ended the, the podcast I, I did the most. Uh, we did DCTV podcast. Yeah. Um, I did that for about five years, actually. It was a group of you, right? Yeah, it was a group of us. Uh, some friends of mine from, from high school. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember um, Shadonika uh, Harbor. Mm, uh, maybe if I see a picture. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I ran into her... Um, I don't know, probably about ten years ago, and we we she was working on uh, a, a website that was basically just covering kind of nerd culture, mm-hmm. and I started writing for them a little bit, so got into writing a little bit, um, and then they thought they realized like, let's do a, a podcast because at the time uh, I think Arrow was starting, mm-hmm. and then they were kind of starting to segue off into other shows, mm-hmm. and it was expanding uh, the the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we started podcasting on that. I got a crash course in not only podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to some of the first ones, I was like coughing the whole time and <laughs> right right into the mic. I had no idea what was going on. Um, <laughs> got better, kind of figured out. And uh, I think second season, what we would do is we would take time off, mm-hmm. and then during in between seasons, we would either cover movies and comic books. Or just kind of just relax a little so bit. So it's strictly about whatever show you guys are watching at the time. Yeah, but it was only DC properties. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of stuck with that universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think around the second season, I started editing the the show, mm-hmm. and that was like when I really started like picking up the bug. Like, all right, now I'm, I'm really who's coughing. I know, like, oh, oh, that does make sense. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's the cough button on my mic. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we started out, I was on a laptop with uh, an earbud and a mic, uh-huh. and slowly kind of worked my way up, like, we were looking at sound quality, got a, you know, Blue Yeti mic, and set yeah. that all up, and started working with Audacity, like we were talking about before. Yeah. I like the free stuff. Yeah. So, I'm not paying for... I mean, it's good enough for what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's I mean... the point across. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts, and they, they sound some, they have some very professional sounding work oh, yeah because they have a full-time sound guy yeah exactly right i i think what i picked up in that in that time i could probably do that right maybe i don't know well, yeah i mean because it, it goes back to if you could do something all over again right you uh-huh. know now all the mistakes you made oh yeah right yeah. you already learned the learning yeah. curve is done yeah right so now you know and and you'd probably be faster even if, you, even if you just use the same tools and do the same thing uh-huh. you'd be oh, yeah. Yeah. quicker right yeah like i, I could well, as far as like, going back to drafting i can you know, you've got your keyboard, and I got all my my key commands, and I just, you know, I'm like hitting one with one hand on on the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking around doing other stuff. Yeah. Multitasking. Yeah. Um, but as far as like podcasting goes, uh, it's it's a pretty interesting learning curve on that. Just uh, once you get past the engineering process, then there's uh, producing new podcasts and yeah. advertising and yeah. trying to get more people and Twitter followers and uh-huh. all the social media stuff. And uh-huh. I'm just like, oh my god, I learned a lot. Um, but we kind of ended it, I guess it's kind of ran its course, and finding time to get all three of us together and schedules to meet up Yeah, got a little hard. So um, since then, uh, I've had a couple of projects I'm actually working on 
some stuff myself. Yeah. That I'm looking to get out. Um, yeah. So hopefully. Any hopefully any soon. hints? Any? Uh yeah. Um, I like we were talking about before yeah. before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, my my dad and and, and mistake on my part. It, uh-huh. There should never be any time where I'm not recording. I know. Right. I should walk up with you're, a recorder. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, right. I should walk up with the recorder on yeah, yeah, like to the, get all the extra stuff. Yeah, the nerdist style or just show up and like, oh, it's already recording. Like, That's what? right. Wait, right. what? Um, I, my dad lived, well, not lived, but he grew up yeah. in the South okay, during yeah. uh, the during civil rights movement. And he, he was uh, he's also a Vietnam vet. So, mm-hmm. um, so your point is he has a story or two. He's got a few stories. Yeah. And I, I got tired of every time I... I, we'd watch a movie. He'd say, "Oh, I did that," and then uh-huh. he just—that's crappy. That's not how it went. Uh, exactly. And then it was like <laughs> that was like the last thing he'd say about it. I'm looking at him like, "Wait, what? What happened?" Right. And he was just on to the next subject. And he's a very quiet guy, so he never really talked about mm-hmm. anything in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna corner this guy and and uh, uh-huh. kind of talk to him." So I had him over. We talked. Had a really long interview. I think I got like five hours of footage over a weekend. Yeah. And uh, I've just been kind of piecing that up into episodes so I can interview yeah uh podcast to see how that goes uh but those are the best kind right i mean he yeah. has he has stories to tell oh yeah right and Stuff it's history never knew. it's history and it's firsthand yeah. history uh-huh. storytelling yeah right yeah and everyone digs that era anyway exactly right you have yeah. the two best one you have like like you know civil rights and uh-huh. vietnam i mean come on man yeah i mean that's just perfect yeah so i mean i my kids were like always asking about me. Oh, what, what, did, what did he do when he was growing up? Yeah. And like, what was his life like? I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm just gonna do this for the kids. Yeah. And then I started recording it. I'm like, well, it's actually it's pretty good. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna hopefully should be putting it out soon. Yeah. My wife worked with a couple of a uh, couple of vets. Uh huh. And crotchety old guys. Huh? And she <laughs> <laughs> she uh well one of the dudes if you ever at a, an Oxnard parade and uh-huh. the the vets that carry the flags. Uh, one of those four guys is one of them. I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but she's like, you know, they would tell stories in the lunchroom uh-huh. and they wouldn't want to, right? But they would just, you know, every once in a while, someone would ask him a question and they would just tell him. Yeah. And everyone was like, wow, man, that's, yeah. It was a good story, but that's checked out. You never out. know, like, some of the stuff they've gone through mm-hmm. and they don't really go out openly and tell you right. unless you ask them. Right. Even yeah. the stuff when they got home, she said that they talk about that stuff when they, you know, yeah. how they would have to readjust. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And those were probably crazier than what happens when they're out, you know? And especially at that time, being with, if you're a Vietnam vet, no one wanted that war any, anyway. Yeah. So it's not like World War II, you come home and you're, you're just a hero. Right. Suddenly, you get the picture on Time. Well, you, got, oh, yeah, you yeah. get a you picture sh- on Time magazine. You show up but and everyone hates you. Like, yeah. I, I was just following orders. I mean, yeah. what do you want me to do? Right. So that was that kind of situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. It sounds yeah. like pretty. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm hoping to kind of get back to to podcasting more soon. So. Yeah. All right. Well, hit me up if you once you have it out. I'll. Oh yeah. I'll listen for sure. Definitely. And you say you're a you're an author as well. You write or you a little bit. Uh, you yeah. Freelance on sites. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's how I got started was freelancing with uh, thenerdelement.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of moving off into a different direction that's why we kind of into the podcasting but mm. uh i started writing with him and kind of caught the bug so just working on personal projects mm. there that are not even close to being ready so i just kind of well i mean unless you're a writer <laughs> yeah unless you're a writer and that's all you do all day is write. that's the problem i mean it's tough right yeah i mean i do blog posts or i see uh-huh. i've you know i always say i'm gonna do a book and i've I have a few, like you said, I have a few things that uh-huh. 
are done. Uh-huh. But you're like, I mean, it's not ready. It's, it's, it's not, not ready. I'm learning it's never ready. At some yeah. point, you just got to put the pencil down and just say, here, okay, yeah. this is what I'm... And it goes to like, you know, you used to say about the audio dude, right? There's an audio guy, right? Uh-huh. That's why you have an editor, uh-huh. right? So you're, yeah. you're done. At some point, he's going to say, bro, let me just look at yeah, what you got. It's time. It's right? Time. And then he'll read it, and then he'll say, you really need to fix this, or it's good to go. <laughs> yeah. Or, I yeah. mean, someone else will tell you when it's done and when it's not done. Yeah. Well, it helps to have a, another set of eyes on it. Because yeah. I, I learned that pretty quick. You start writing something like, yeah, this looks really good. You yeah. Hand it, off, hand it off to the next guy, like, dude, what? No. Were you drunk? <laughs> Seriously, what, what was going on here? I'm like, wait, wait, what's wrong with it? You talk to him and like, oh, oh, okay. right. I love this. I'll I love fix this. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool, man. You do a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's part of my problem, I guess. I have the same. I have the same. I have the same problem, right? My wife brings it up, right? You want to do it. You know, we, we all want the end result is you want to do something. You want to be. Uh, uh, able to make your own money or, you know, you want people to know who you are uh-huh. or you want to share what you know, yep. right? And then, but you say, oh, I want to write a book and then I want to do a podcast and uh-huh. I want to do some vlogs, right? Uh-huh. And then... Uh, Start doing a bunch of other things and never focus on one. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, that's... that's uh, I've, I've, I've uh, diagnosed myself recently with adult <laughs> onset ADD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was told I have squirrel syndrome. Yeah. Like, oh, that looks cool. Let's yeah. try that. Well, that's like the... The nice way of saying like offboarding, right? Yeah, Pretty much squirrel yeah. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Is there anything else you wanna you wanna say? Uh, Where can people find you and get a hold of you if you want them to? Uh, the best place to find me not on Facebook because I usually kind of keep that for people I, I know personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is probably the best place to find me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at Kodiak underscore J on Twitter. Um, also, same place on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm usually posting pictures of either food or kids. So, yeah, I do the same. <laughs> That's I throw, my life. I throw beer in there every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> the beer you need. <laughs> you have a website and a website? Not yet. Uh, Not yet. I'm still kind of working on that one. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. My wife has one, but we don't know which direction to take it. That's that's the that's why I don't have one. <laughs> because it's basically like a resume front page, just uh-huh. like, yeah. I mean, unless you're going to put out drafting content, right? Yeah. A lot of times, um, you'll you'll put something up and like, wait, uh, I don't know if I want to put that up. Yeah. So, I'm still actually working on that idea right now. So yeah. Getting gathering stuff. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for coming out. Yeah. Nice day. It was cold this morning. A little bit. A little yeah. Bit. All right. So uh, we'll catch up with you later. Yeah. Definitely. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks, thanks. a lot. So that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you find it, found this interesting and helpful. Um, please share this with anyone who you think would uh, also find this interesting. Um, so please visit our show sponsor and uh, pick yourself up a couple of bags of freshly roasted uh, coffee. Uh, Café Tres Estrellas is a local small batch craft coffee roaster that specializes in organic and fair trade coffee. Uh, Pick yourself up a couple of bags. Um, Free delivery in Ventura County. Um, Soon I'll be doing a local pickup location, so uh, it'll all be central to uh, everybody to come pick them up at a scheduled time and location. Uh, Thanks a lot. Please like and share, subscribe, and I will talk to you guys next time.